was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Finally, some honesty. Well, that sucked. <laughs> Welcome to the Disorderly Show. Yeah, we're going to leave, but we're not going to stop. Yeah, things fuck up, things mess up, so what? Trying to coincide or try to get the music to time exactly with that. But you know what? It's the first show. It's the first show of the Disorderly Show. Yes, you have no idea what the show is. Neither do I. It's kind of like Seinfeld. It's not that we don't talk about nothing. It's that we don't follow a strict this is what we will do type of format. That's why it's called the Disorderly Show. It's a clever name. Basically, we talk about anything I want to talk about. And if, well, I don't know, there's a, if I ever get a Patreon going, then maybe I'll talk about what you want to talk about. My name is Face for Radio. You're like, your mother didn't name you that. You're right, because frankly, right now, I want to keep my anonymity, please. Uh, until I'm able to make this into something bigger than what it is, because, frankly, I don't want to get fired. Not that I'm going to say anything that's going to get me canceled, but would, uh, would not like to take that chance. So, you can call me Feist, and you are listening to White Bat Audio. Yes, they, you wouldn't think there'd be free copyright free, free copyright free? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You wouldn't think there would be copyright-free metal music available, but this individual has made it possible. Go check out their YouTube where there's going to be all sorts. They got 15 tasty tracks. Nobody says that anymore, but hey, if the word applies to it, the word applies to it. I'm going to use the word that applies. So go check out White Bat Audio. It's going to be in the link in the description. Holy shit, that's the first time I've had to say that. I've been hearing it all my life because YouTube started... While I I'm, I'm older than YouTube. So there, take that, youngins. No, that doesn't make sense. Anywho, appreciate you joining the show, and this has no easy way to fade out. So sorry for the abruptness, but yeah, uh, I am not alone. And for those of you who are going, well, thank God. Uh, one hurtful. Two. <laughs> I made sure I could be babysat. No, that's not what I want to call you. You're not that. You're not a babysitter. You are someone who is my... What I needed, basically, is because I... I wouldn't say that I come... Base, um, yeah, I'm at a, I'm I'm at a loss for here. I will randomly intersect when <laughs> Face is randomly, randomly rambling on. I can talk, I promise. This, this everybody, is age. Oh, Jesus, I was going to be nice and cordial to everybody. Oh, sorry. Sorry, this is my wise old sage, and I appreciate them taking the time to guide me. When I do ramble on, when I don't seem to have any point at all, or if my point of view, I wouldn't say isn't correct, but more of like, oh, wait a minute, if that's your reference point, then you need to be, here's another one. There we go. Because I'm not one of those, oh, I have to make sure I have to make everybody happy. Let me just blanketly say, no, I don't. What I want to get right is the 
to be able to have a platform to be able to just discuss things. It seems like nowadays everybody wants to just pick sides and go, if you're not on my team, then you're wrong. That only works in sports. And last I checked, dealing with things that impact people's lives are not a sport. At least not yet, according to Saudi Arabia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I may laugh a lot. I don't know. Anywho, the subjects we're going to be talking about in this show vary from sports to hard-hitting news. Not really. And and again, why does it have to be hard-hitting? Why can't it just be news? Yeah, the seventies weren't a great time, but I at least imagine when they say hard hitting, like the newspaper is gonna like just punch you in the face. Like that's what I thought it was when I was we're a kid. We're the dogs. We're the dogs in this scenario, and we're being beaten the nose with a rolled up newspaper. That again, but... showing my age. Don't care. Well, they still have newspapers. Yeah, but you don't. Nobody likes. Nobody wants to admit of beating a dog, though. True. Why would you beat a dog? They're so freaking cute. Well, okay. Yeah, you shouldn't beat a dog. But, just like with young children... Yeah, we're going to stay clear of (laughs) beating anything alive, so let's... No, I'm not saying beat. I'm saying there's a certain level of discipline. Because when they're certain ages, that's all they understand. You can't sit there and logically just say, no, you shouldn't do this. Please don't. They have to understand, okay, you don't have, you don't do this. And sometimes that takes a firm hand. I mean. Get away from the beat. Yeah. <laughs> the beat was the wrong choice of words. I didn't say beat. Okay. Sorry. I was thinking rolled up newspaper smacking about. So. No, no. Um, it's, it's more of a, I, I was going in the direction. My mind talks faster than my head. No, my mouth. And think like your mouth speaks faster than your brain. <laughs> no, I'm trying you know, to play catch at least, up. At least mine does because I like to be just as surprised as everybody else of what comes out of my mouth. Wait, wait, no, no, this isn't no, this isn't right because you're supposed to be my guidance. You're supposed to help me on the path, and you're telling me right well, now that you have Jiminy no idea Cricket what the fuck you're talking broken. about. What? <laughs> I was factory return. <laughs> That's why you came so cheaply. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) No wonder I found you a Goodwill. Okay, so we're going to talk about, we're going to start off with something nice and easy, and that is sports. Yeah, we're going to talk about sports and things that happened over the course of the week, not everything. So if I don't mention your team or your player or some news story, uh, Tough shit. I, I mean, I, it's my show, not yours. You want to do your own show? Get as good as voice as I can. First, ask for that grace. Then, be entertaining. Then, get a sage. Then, start your own show. And then, I still won't listen to you. I don't know. I was starting to ramble on. Appreciate everyone who is listening and enjoying It's all this. one of us. Hey, it only... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> fuck, now we're, <laughs> we're not going to get into sports right now because I want to address this right now, my thoughts on the whole bullshit about if I just convince one person, if I just help one person, if I just do one thing, it's like 
then you well, applied nothing. What you did had no effect whatsoever. Well, I don't think that's true, but we're mostly doing this for entertaining ourselves more than anybody else. Well, and so, educating too. And yeah, I'm I'm mainly the reason ourselves. I'm the reason I'm bringing this stuff up too is so that I understand what's going on in the world too. So when these things come up to be discussed, I'm not sitting there going, uh. I like cheese. I do like cheese. Okay, we're not trying to say the things out, the thing, our internal thoughts out. No, wait. I don't know what I'm saying. Anywho. So. So you're saying that all the time you would take, all the energy you would take to just change one thing for a person or have one, or have an effect on one person was worth all of the time and energy that you can't get back. By the way, you can't get all of this time and energy back. You that instead of focusing on yourself, you focused on this one person and this one person was able to change or help out or you something. There's a lot of depends in that. Oh god. Um but I wouldn't like if you if you don't put your time and effort in something you don't want to do. So if you're putting your time and effort into a person, it's because you want to help that person. Okay, what about a cause then? A cause? I mean, that is the same thing. You don't put your time and effort if you don't want to do the cause. Well, shit, that does make sense. So. Because I've heard people, when they, when they come and we got an election coming up, if you didn't know. Now you know. (laughs) Oh, shit, we might get... Oh no, not demonetized. Oh, which spaghetti. by the way, I I didn't realize as I was starting this the uh or starting the show just how much copyright has changed, which is for the better. Don't get me wrong, but I was in a time when there were YouTube channels that would take people's and art would take artists' songs and mainly their songs. Songs were the popular one, and they would totally rewrite the lyrics and make fun of the song. And that was cool. That was fine. So I, that's the reference point I was coming with. But I, I, I heard about some copyrightness stuff, but because it didn't apply to me at the time, I didn't care. I finally get the space to be able to do my own show. I go to learn about it, and I'm like, oh, shit, which is why... I appreciate white bad audio, and I hope to God you don't come back and go, yeah, you know what, don't like the cut of your jib, sir. Please stop using my music, which I will, I'll be respectful, but I hope that doesn't happen. Speaking of, I hope y'all are respectful, those of you out there that have the ability to be all, here's your deepest, darkest secrets for everyone to read, uh... Wait until, you know, this becomes popular and then be like, here's who's his real name. Because guess what's going to happen? Nobody's going to give a shit. Nobody's going to care. So don't put your time and effort into changing one person. Ha! Looped it around. Now we can move back into the sports show. <laughs> oh, sports show. Sports stories. Yeah. I, anyway, so what's in the sports today? <laughs> the week. It's a weekly oh, show. Oh, I'm sorry. What's in, what's in sports this week? Are you thinking you're a co-host? I have no clue. You just said sports, so I want to know what's going on with sports. Oh, I see. Now you're trying to direct me and go like, look, okay, we're trying to feel out the relationship. I understand. I understand. So 
recently, WNBA playoffs are going on. And yes, I'm going to talk about women's sports. It ain't a taboo thing to talk about. If you point it out, people are going to get upset. Just keep going like it's normal. (laughs) Because it is. There are sports that are for women. But I wanted to make the point of where I was standing (laughs) with it. Like, I would, if you would have just kept going, I, most people would have even noticed. No? Yeah. So by bringing it up, I focused, I'm focusing on something to where now people are, have to feel a certain way or respond yeah. a certain way. Oh. So. Okay, then. Just move on like it's normal. Yeah, it is normal. I mean. Yeah, it is. So there is the WNBA, there's the NBA. So, it's, I don't see why people would have a problem with it. It would be weird if they are. But, you know, if you, if, if you prefer to watch one over the other, there's no big deal with it. Because that's your preference. But getting mad because other people watch the other side, or both, is, to me, I don't, I don't, I don't do it. I don't it's know not wise, is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> it it's is not, not wise. wise. But yeah, I mean, for the people that are interested in all sorts of sports, like we will talk about both, both, not both sides. That's not right. We're going to just talk about sports. We're going to talk about sports. Now I'm becoming the wise one. Exactly. I have learned from the master. Don't need you right now. You're going to be muted. No, I'm kidding. I do have that power, though. I'll just squawk in the back of your head. (laughs) (laughs) Your mic still works, fucker. (laughs) Uh, so in the WNBA today, the Aces were able to sweep the good lord, the Dallas Wings. Even though it didn't, it wasn't pretty. I mean, sixty-four to sixty-one. You would still be like, "Oh, that was a close game," but it was closer than it needed to be because the Aces were supposed to be this. They were the dominant team. Throughout the season, yet the Liberty, I don't know, because it's more likely going to be the New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces, who the Aces, if you didn't know, were the last year's champions. So now they're trying to repeat, which, for the love of God, who was the last one? I, swear, I think it was like Minnesota, uh, were the last repeat champions. But I don't know. Liberty has been able to, to hand it to them. But... Uh, So that recently happened, and also what came out today, the NFL has issued uh, a new policy when it comes to betting. Yeah, what a shocker. Players with hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars just to throw around are betting on sports. Hmm, who would have thought this would have happened? Now, there were a bunch of players that got suspended, a bunch of players that got in trouble for doing this, and <laughs> it's becoming such a problem that the NFL came out and went, "Okay, we're gonna we're we're gonna nip this in the bud real quick because we don't want to have what." So what the reason this hasn't blown up is because a a prominent name in the NFL hasn't been in trouble for it or maybe they have and they swept it under the rug or whatnot so the new policy is that they have to it's basically look don't bet on your own team if you do you're going to be suspended for two years if you bet on any other nfl game that's going to be a one-year suspension now here's the interesting part of it 
How does that affect their pay? I wonder. Like, because doesn't it doesn't? Okay, no, so, they still I mean, get the game check. But it, let's say get... let's say you're you're favored by three. Mm-hmm. Okay, which means you want to win by at least four. Okay. Okay. And let's say you bet against the other team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm the kicker. Hell, we saw this in the movie Replacements. If you remember that, which was a, it's actually a decent Keanu Reeves film. It's been a while since I've watched that. And I think I only watched parts of it because I, well, you need to watch, you need to go back and something. rewatch it. You need to educate yourself and everybody else who hasn't, because in that, that, in part of the movie, the kicker gets in trouble. And he was going, he was basically telling the quarterback, look, you're a good dude, but I have to miss this kick so that I can cover my debt. And then, you know, heroics were made and you're like, ah, the replacements is basically the updated version of necessary roughness, which in itself also watch that movie. Great football movie. It actually shows Jerry Rice as a badass, which you're kind of like, really? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, okay, so. so and so what you could do, you basically they're going you as the player can influence the spread. Mm hmm. If you're betting on your own team or betting against against your team, betting on the team that's playing against you, you can help influence what the score is going to be. Mm, so they if might you, throw the game or yeah, something. Yep. So or keep it close to where it's like, oh, I'm going to let them score a touchdown because now I've covered and the thousand dollar. Well, actually, what am I talking about? The ten thousand, thirty, fifty thousand they bet. <laughs> Has now turned into 80, 120, 150, so it's a nice payday. A good night at the strip club. And if you think players aren't going to strip clubs, you are naive. So it's two years you bet on your own team. One year if you bet on another NFL game. But (laughs) if you're betting on a non-NFL sport, don't do it inside the building or on a team-related or on a team-related travel. So I could literally see players asking management, asking the ownership, where does the boundary for the facility end? Oh, well, it ends over in that uh, Target parking lot. Actually, I should say previous Target because they're closing down their stores because of everybody stealing their shit. So go in that abandoned Target parking lot and that's where it ends. Cool. All the players who like to bet are going to be there officially they are not uh, they're not breaking the rules they're all going to do their bets go into the facility do their practices watch some film get ready for the game and then before they board the plane when they travel everyone's going to do their bets it's going to be an interesting subculture with this betting going on to circumvent i wouldn't say circumvent because americans have always found a way to be able to do the thing they want to do but legally just they, we are Americans are very creative in that. If you don't think so, look at any prison documentary movie, and when they get to the part of "here's everything we confiscated," you're like, "A fucking toothbrush who can't become a weapon? What the hell?" So that was interesting to find out. So, but here's the thing: if you're betting on a non-NFL sport and you do get, uh, if you do get caught. Then it's only a couple of games suspension for the first violation, six games for the second, and at least a at least a year for a third. So, 
it's possible that if a player doesn't want to play a game, they're hurt or they're like, you know what, I just don't want to play. They may get a violation and be like, oh, I'm suspended. Sorry, guys. Oh, no. Do I think that'll happen? No, but can't put anything past these players, especially in the NBA. Not saying they're... So I'm saying they're creative as well because they do a thing called, uh, uh, was it like time? No, it's not time management, like game management to where they'll sit out their stars so they don't have to play as many, oh, how should we put this, non-impactful games. Mm, Okay, so that they're not, basically, it's basically minimizing wear and tear on their players. Yeah, so they could be ready for the playoffs. But the thing is, these... If you don't get your body ready for it, and then you get into the playoffs, oh my God, you are injured, and you can't play in the playoffs anymore. But here's $40 million. But hey, that's the business. Actually, the owners, I think, came out and was like, they believe they voted on something to where it's all, nah, don't like that. People like to pay non-playoff ticket prices to be able to see these players play basketball, because... 99% of everybody in the arena is not going to be able to do what you're able to do with the basketball. So how do we supplement that? We pay you to be able to see that. So if you're sitting on the bench, it's kind of like what's happening with Messi right now. Messi with uh, Miami. Oh, it's good. Dude's been injured a lot because he didn't realize just how much soccer he's involved in and how much more soccer is involved with the MLS. And so people have been, once they heard Messi was coming to Miami, everybody bought future tickets. Oof. He went on a tear. And then he literally tore, I'm, I'm not saying he tore something, but he got injured and now people are sitting there going, we're going to games that we meant to see Messi at and he's not here. Yeah. Because he's not just playing the MLS, he's also playing internationally and he's also playing in these different tournaments and all these things. Soccer's got a lot going on. So there's that. Next story! If you didn't know, there's a, Michigan State is back in the news regarding Sexual stuff. Yay. I'm so... Oh, Michigan State. No, it's more of just like, really, Michigan State? You didn't learn with the, the fucking doctor who was molesting the gymnasts and other oh. other athletes? Yeah, it was him. Michigan State was like, oh, yeah, you're part of our thing. You're cool. It's fine. And ignoring everybody when the when these girls would be like, I don't think he should be doing this. So, uh, let me get your take on this. Because Michigan State is involved with something like this again. So, there is Coach Tucker, who took this program and (laughs) they got too happy with him. Basically, he took a program that wasn't doing well. They did extremely well, and there were rumors that he was going to leave. So, they went, here's a 90-plus million dollar check not to leave. But... With any type of that big money, every every company and business and sports team and all that will have stipulations in the contract like, hey, if you act a fool, we're going to get our money back. We're not going to keep paying you for this. Yeah. So, he, uh, I, um, 
Oh, she, she was a, so basically the allegation is, uh, he started a relationship with a sexual abuse prevention advocate who the university hired. Okay. And the allegation is they did phone sex and he masturbated while on the phone. Okay. He says it was consensual. She says it wasn't. And with that, Michigan State, before even hearing the results of their outside investigator, was all, you broke the rules, we're not going to pay you anymore, you're fired. Now, when you get fired as a coach, if you are not found to be, basically, if you were a good coach and now you're a bad coach, but you still have a ton of money left on the books, basically, they owe you a ton of money, you still get that money. They'll fire you, but you still get a nice paycheck every so often. I don't know what the uh, how often that would be, but so they were on the hook basically for seventy plus million for this guy, Oof. and they're doing terribly. Michigan State football is doing terribly, and that's why they're everyone's kind of yeah, like oh no, sorry, close to eighty, eighty Ooh. million they owe this guy, and. So she basically said um, that Coach Tucker made unwelcome sexual comments to her and masturbated during a phone call without her consent. What I want to know is if she hung up the phone. Because if he started it and she could be like, what the hell's that noise? And then be like, oh my God. And then he told her or whatnot and he hung, she hung up. All right. But if she, okay, here's here's where your wisdom comes in, Sage. Would you stay on the phone if you're hearing a guy do that? Or you're hearing a woman do that? I mean, come on. Women could do that, too, on the phone. Yeah, I mean, if I'm hearing a person, oftentimes because that's not something that, like, if you hear someone doing it, it doesn't hit right away. Right, right. So you're just like, okay, are they walking on a treadmill? Like, are they, like, because I... (laughs) I can't hold still. Like, my leg is constantly wiggling, and sometimes that makes me... Try not to share any personal information, Shage. <laughs> like, I have restless leg syndrome. <laughs> um, so, I will constantly be shaking my leg, and so it could be something like that. So, so let me get this straight, just so everyone's kind of clear. Your, your restless leg... And walking on a treadmill both sound like masturbation to you? Well, not necessarily, but like if I'm doing this, <laughs> like it just, like you, I don't know if you can hear it, but like. I'm, so the question was, when like, when she knew he was doing this? I think in the moment, a lot of it is shock. You're just like, do I keep going? Like, Why would you keep going? Because obviously they're not partaking in whatever conversation you were talking about okay again i think it's just shock you're just like the okay. heck all is right. going on like all right and then like your brain kind of like just kind of is trying to process that thing while you're still trying to continue something because that that's kind of keeping that normality going so that your brain can process uh-huh and then once like the once the event is done it's like one of those things like what i should have said was <laughs> like you know okay. like that sort of deal like your brain kind of takes a while to process what's going on. So in the meantime, you're on autopilot. And so you finish something. 
I think that's what a lot of it has to do because like you're just like oh wait you did you do that like or did they finish did the that actually happen exactly ah like you know like did they did he did they finish talking he's like oh yeah by the way i masturbated while we were on the phone be like the heck you know i like, thought you were watering your plants while on the treadmill <laughs> i thought you had restless leg syndrome <laughs> so what's going to be interesting because he they did uh his attorney did file a wrongful termination suit. Now, the reason this is, I'm bringing this up during the show is because of Michigan state just can't seem to get it right. When it comes to, I, it's one of these things of, I guess you can, you could go a route of conspiracy ness. Of course, with conspiracy theories, it's hard to tie everything together, but you can, it just doesn't look right. So bear with me on this. Michigan State embroiled in that uh, that person personally. I'm. I hope that his days in prison are terrible. Do I want him dead? No, because he can't suffer anymore. Which, if you didn't know, a while ago he did get stabbed in prison. So there is some good news out there. So they were embroiled in that. They're attached to that forever. Especially if the women's gymnastics continues to win, that's going to be a little thing. The media is going to always kind of point out just to get some points of like <gasps> sensationalism. So there's that. They then do a lot of correction saying everybody that we hire and that we have, we're going to make sure this clause is in there so we can get out of it. Especially if we're going to have a ton of money poured into them. Coach comes along, does a hell of a job. They go, oh, he's going to leave. Here's a big check. Okay, cool. Next season, ah, they're not doing so hot. Ah, not doing well. Now, here's the thing. One of the reasons that Michigan State said that the coach violated stuff is because you started dating this person who we hired. And I'm sitting there going like, wait, so let me get this straight, Michigan State. You have a policy where... If you hire somebody, especially if it's a female, they're not allowed to date anybody who's on the staff of Michigan State. I think that goes with a lot of companies, though, that you're not like dating a coworker is like frowned upon uh, for well, frowned upon, but it's not illegal. True, but they usually have to like let the company know, and they have sure, to sign certain right. things yeah. of code of conduct, which is fine. I get so that. that, and I think that's where they may have. That, hey, you didn't Excuse follow. me, I was having some water. You didn't follow the rules per, you know, dating someone. Well, if that was true, then they would have brought that out as the allegation saying you didn't disclose this relationship. And so that, in coupled with her allegation that you did these things she didn't want. Because, yes, guys, yes, you could be in a relationship with a woman and you could still sexually harass her. Not saying you should do that, but it can happen. Just because you're in a relationship with somebody else doesn't mean that anything you do with them sexually is okay. It has to be, there always has to be consent. On both sides, on your side and on your partner's side. Yeah, yeah, you too. Don't think that because, hey, we're in this relationship, I have to agree or do anything that my partner wants to do. See, it's the disorderly show. I go wherever I want to. And if you want to talk about relationships, sure, I'll help you out. I ain't a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm about as doctor as Dr. Laura when it comes to relationships. 
Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, that was also something that happened in the sport. And it's going to be interesting to see what the what what the investigator finds because that is going to do that's going to it's going to be interesting just because of how, what they come out with and if they are vague in their findings then you could say well Michigan State got to them and this because everything's going to go to court on how much Michigan State owes uh Tucker that's what it is cuz he didn't he didn't do anything where it was so egregious that everyone's like, how in the, wow, he, yeah, he shouldn't get anything. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing, that should be coming out next week. Moving on in sports. If you didn't know, now you know, Damian Lillard has gone to the Bucks in a blockbuster three-team deal with the Suns. It helps with Giannis getting somebody else, another superstar on the Bucks, to see if they can capture another ring. But the problem is with the Bucks is that Giannis is only good if he's playing against a weak schedule, which he did when he won his MVPs. And when he didn't, well, they just couldn't get past anybody else. And yeah, so I don't think I don't think Lillard tips that scale. Um, but the Suns, I think, are the ones who came out great with this because they were able to get rid, rid of Aiton, who, I mean, this dude was going to be Arizona royalty. Number one pick, played in Arizona, and went to the Suns, and basically, I don't, okay, here's the thing where I guess we kind of have to infer what happened because when the Suns were looking to be able to, when they got to the finals, and uh, or over the playoffs series of those last couple seasons, they there was that turmoil between the coach. I think it was Monty Williams, and he basically benched him. And there hasn't been anything that came out as to why he benched him. I'm kind of inferring that Aiton was acting like a child. Was acting, he was acting bigger than his role. Um, and the coach, and the reason I do this is because the coach showed, because you have to look at the actions of somebody. When somebody says something and they didn't act on it, then they're showing you who they want to be. But you always tend to go with what somebody does. Because if I say, hey, I'm not going to hit you, and then I hit you, then say, hey, I'm not going to do it again, and then I do it again, maybe with a rolled-up newspaper, then you might think of to yourself, am I a dog? Or am I getting the news the hard-hitting way? Or maybe this dude's a fucking liar. And I should look at his actions and not what he says. So that that whole turmoil happened the Suns weren't willing to give Aiton a max contract, which he really wanted, but he, I mean, come on, dude, you, just because you were a number one pick doesn't mean you're automatically guaranteed that you have to actually, I don't know, play your worth, and your worth was not a max contract, especially when you have Booker on the team. Now, Booker was, when the Suns basically are, they're in a better position they were than they were two years ago with the tr- with this trade is what I'm saying. Is it going to be fun to watch Damian and Giannis have a good time? Yes. But it'll really all depend. For Giannis, it depends on their 
the schedule that they have. Because Damian, he can stretch the floor and give Giannis the ability to go in and drive. But he's 33, and he's going to be I, – I don't, I don't know. It's – it's one of those things where it, it this doesn't this doesn't tip the scale, I would say, with the Bucks. But you know, Vegas loves it. Of course they would, because uh, their main point is to get your money. So they're going to be like, "We love this." You won't put in their money, and then you know, Lillard might get hurt, Giannis might get hurt, somebody else might get hurt to where they no longer have the depth on the bench that they had, and oh no, they can't do anything. And Vegas walks away with your money. But hey, if you're an NFL player who's, you know, making a nice chunk of change than that 50 grand you lost, eh, it's okay. Elsewhere in sports, yes, I know we're 30 some odd minutes in, but I do want to point out, I want to give congrats to Ronald Acuna Jr., who became the founding member of the 4070 Club. And if you don't know what the 4070 Club is, well, let me tell you, that is a player who's hit 40 home runs and stolen 70 bases. He also was the founding member of the 4050 Club and the 4060 Club. <laughs> Don't know if anybody else is going to be able to match that, but that is a feat in and of itself. And with these new rules that are happening in Major League Baseball, which, by the way, everybody loves, especially the fans. It was recently reported that over 70 million fans have seen a baseball game this year, which was getting to pre-COVID levels, I believe. So congrats to the MLB. I enjoy watching baseball games more now because there are limits on the pickoffs that you can do. What is so like how how are what are the limits on that? So the limit is now you can only throw over twice. Without getting a penalty. Okay. Which means that if you have a if you have a runner on first, you did you try to pick him off twice? Uh-huh. Then that means the pitcher cannot throw the ball over again unless there's a penalty. Which means to the runner they can run without worrying about getting trying to get yes. Which means now the catcher is now going like, what do we do? Do we try to walk? this batter so we can get those pickoff attempts again or do i need to get ready to throw this guy out which if you the one thing in sports is the reason you have to train and practice all the time is to make sure everything is muscle memory that you don't have to think about it because if you think about it guess what you're going to quickly overthink about it and you're going to screw it up True. So you get to a catcher who's going, oh, God, oh, God, I have to throw this guy out. Or maybe you're the bigger man. You go like, take it. I am not. You taking second base is better than you taking third from an overthrow or an error. Okay. And it all it, it it's situational, very situational, but there's that. There's also defensive shift restriction. So previously, there was no restriction on how many players you could have on one side of the field. So if you have a batter, a left or right-handed batter, the manager would overload a certain side of the field. And oh, okay, in case the ball went that way. Most. Uh, well, not, in case, not in case. So it would happen. It, yeah. It would happen. I and tried to so, trick myself because <laughs> I understood the physics of it. Ah. And so that would leave a lot of games just kind of like, oh, man, our, our team is down already 4 nothing in the third inning. Okay, might as well turn to something else because there's no way they're able to – get out of this shift because they have no power hitters 
Because baseball for a long time was all about power hitting. Let's get the home runs. Let's have a good time. And everyone was kind of like, everybody who had a team that was good with power hitters had a great time. The other, oh, I don't know, 25 other teams, I'm exaggerating, but it was a lot of other teams didn't. Yeah, you were sitting there going like, oh, man, well, maybe next series or who else do who's somebody else that we could actually win against um and then also one that's not talked about enough is the a more balanced schedule no longer are team schedules so severely skewed towards division opponents so now each team will have at least one series against every other team because it used to be you're going to play your division more often than you are the rest of the league or the uh, the other league because there's the National and the American League. So now they've broadened that schedule or rotation, I guess? Yeah, yeah. And they made it to where the division games are towards the beginning of the year and the ending of the year, which Good. makes it more impactful because if you win the division, you get to go to the playoffs automatically. And there's three wild card spots in each league, which means now it's increased. Now there's six teams from each league going into the playoffs instead of just one. And plus, there's going to be a instead of a one game playoff, it's going to be a series. There's also the uh, there's the pitching limit, which means that. The batter and the pitcher, which is the most controversial one, the one that had the most issues, is you as a pitcher had, I think it was like 14 seconds to pitch the ball, and you as the batter had to be ready by eight. Okay, so that makes a the less standing around to be like, okay, yes. now I could get ready. and Oh, I'm not ready. Oh, maybe yeah. I'm ready. We'll, we'll see. Instead of and the then, two to three minutes of yeah. just like, Jesus Christ, get in the box. Yeah, because that definitely made the game go slower. And it oh, like, it right. felt so long. And now it's like, oh, the pitcher's got the ball. I can't go anywhere because I know it's going to get thrown here in 14 seconds or less. So it makes it less of a background noise when you're working on something and more involved when you're listening yes. type of game. Yeah. Okay. And because of all of that, the, and the bases are now expanded, which helped Acuna get those 70 steals because now they're so massive that as you go to steal, there's a greater chance, which he's proved and other players have proven, that it's easier to steal bases, which as a fan, you're like, yes, because there's a, there's nothing more exciting when you're watching a baseball game than if somebody is able to break off and go for a steal because you're going... Now there's going to be a lot of quick action. And there was one player on the Reds who is going to be a star, already a stud. Dude's got a rocket of an arm. Can I remember his name right now? I think it's like De La Cruz, but please don't don't kill me if, I, if I'm not right on that. <laughs> uh, but he was able to do one of the most rarest feats in baseball this season, which is basically steal every base in an inning. Wow. And I'm talking home plate, too. He scored. Really? Yes. He wow. stole every base. Uh, obviously not first base, but that would be an interesting yeah, rule <laughs> if they if they allowed it. It's like, hey, so there is a league. If you didn't know about it, there's 
Uh, oh, good God. Now Did I can't even think. You know what? There's a goddamn computer in front of me. Why can't I look this up? I mean, you know what? I'm going to look this up. If you hear the goddamn... Uh, uh, Clickety-click. Yeah, the, 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 the keyboard, then all well. The Savannah Bananas. So these guys are awesome because they take baseball and they make it fun. They do silly things. They do dances. They just they get the crowd involved. They're awesome. And they one of the rules that they have is that the batter can take off for first at any time. They don't have to be struck out. They don't have to have a drop ball. They could just be like, you know what? I'm going to take off for first right now, which would be <laughs> an awesome thing if Major League Baseball applied that because, oh, I'm already down one, two. Fuck it. I'm going to run. I mean, that they would could be just great. completely throw everything off track and just be like, I'm going to steal first and then just run from second to first. I mean, that's one way to do it. Wait, second to first? Yeah. Like they run past the pitcher yeah, just, to get to second, then run to first. Yeah, they just go from second and then just go back to first. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're confusing every sports fan out there right now, which means we're moving off of sports. <laughs> okay. We're going to move away from sports, and I thought it was only fitting... If we, uh, I don't know, had a little more tunage from White Bat Audio. As we do this transition, it gives me a chance to... Oh, good God, is that a bit loud? That could be a bit loud. Oh, I don't know, that might, be, that might be the right tunage. I don't know, apologies. This is the first show, so a lot of shit's going to go wrong. I learn, I, I learn as I go. That's pretty much how I do it. I don't sit there and go like... Well, what's the best way to hit a baseball? What's the best way to hit a golf ball? I go, give me the bat, give me the club. I'm going to swing until I figure it out. And that's what I'm doing with this show. And also right now it gives me a chance to take a drink of water. Ah, that's some delicious H2O. Remember that movie, Sage? It was all about the H2O. It wasn't an environmental movie. No. It was an Adam Sandler movie. I was just thinking the water boy. Yes. All right. Like I said, they are wise. So if you use TikTok, what a shocker. China actually might be having more control over that application than you think. No. So here's way. so here's what happened. Um TikTok employees who got to come over and work in the U.S. basically went, hey, U.S., uh, they, uh, China actually has a, a bit more control over TikTok. Over, okay, they have more control over the company that owns TikTok, which is ByteDance, which is kind of interesting that that company then that its name also coincides with all the dancing trends that are on TikTok. I don't know if there's a connection, but when I saw that I was like, is there one? So now you know. Now you think there is. No, I'm not that influential yet, but you'll think about it. So these TikTok employees that have been able to work in the US have basically said, uh you a a uh US people U.S. people, Americans, if you're using TikTok, um, you need to know that China is actually 
being able to, they're pressuring TikTok into sharing user data and spreading misinformation. So TikTok has obviously come out here and said, nope, they don't do that, which apparently if the person who's behind you has the gun to your head, you're going to say whatever you, <laughs> whatever. Whatever needs to be said. Yes. That's what you're going to say. That's why these people, that's why these TikTok employees in the U.S. are going like, hey, we're telling you about this. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Let me stay here. Pretty please. Yeah, because that. Uh, yeah, that could have far reaching implications for them as well as some of their family, possibly. Yeah, yeah but they're sitting there going like, hey, look, if you and well, for one, if you don't realize that any Chinese application has the potential, a higher chance of looking at your data and taking it. When, well, you know, you need to look at those terms and conditions. I honestly believe at a certain point, every high schooler needs to watch. I got to, I got to figure out which season it starts, but they need to watch South Park because South Park at some point went from raunchy jokes to a self-reflection of American society to the point where it's like, granted, it's still vulgar and grotesque and funny, but it was, the message was there to where it was all, there's a, there's a episode where Apple, they combined the Apple terms and conditions with the human centipede and they went, you sign, you accepted the terms and conditions people. And yeah, they got the point across. So it's a, that's me advocating for South Park to be part of the curriculum. Hell, they allow these kids to be able to bring in electronic devices and just chill out and do what, not whatever, but it is definitely not the schooling I received, which could kind of explain why I want to do this show. So anyway, if you're using TikTok and you think TikTok's protecting you from China influence, you're wrong. Here's something you may not know. DHS has been collecting migrants' DNA. So migrants that are coming over, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they've been collecting this DNA and they've been doing it for quite some time, ever since 2019. You don't want to know why they're doing it? Why? Because there was a, uh, so if you come to the border as a family, basically that was your way into the country. Okay. So... Well, I, you know, I made this mention before, but I guess it's, we, I, I'll expand this to humans. So if you've listened this far, you'll know my stance has changed and I'm able to do that. I have no problem doing that. If I get more information about a subject or a topic, I'm not going to just say, nope, I'm on this team. And well, this is what we believe. It's like, no, if there's better information out there, then go with that information. Christ. Well, not just better information, correct information. Well, no, the reason I said better, updated, updated. Yeah, because correct is subjective now. Which is so weird. Uh, Well, this show's weird. Uh, Good point. I'm weird. You're not, because you're wise. Yeah, Uh, buddy. The gray hair helps. But the reason... They were taking the migrants' DNA is because, yeah, if you came as a family, you got into the U.S. pretty much on like a fast pass from Disney. 
Which, by the way, Disney, <laughs> did you know they took away the, uh, this was interesting, this was, uh, oh, I had a story about this. I'll get to it later. Um, but basically, uh, so I'll cover the Disney thing here later, but the reason they were doing this is because, um, cartels and migrants figure this out and they would put together fake families. Oh, so now they're saying, are you actually really related to this person? Yep. That's what they would do. And so there was, uh, so kids and minors were actually being bought and sold and rented to form these fake families. And this is according to the former acting commissioner of customs and border protection, Mark Morgan. So they were doing that. So DHS is sitting there going like, okay, well, we're going to do some DNA testing, which would, for those of you who love crime shows, hey, anybody who's, so if you like watching crime shows and then you watch those YouTube videos where they have an expert going, it doesn't take, it takes much longer to get those results. Not with the DHS. They're able to do it apparently real quickly and to determine, hey, are these your kids? Are you all related? And then they would interview them too. So it wasn't just, hey, we're going to use DNA and say no, because you could say family subjective too. People you're born with may not be your family, but the people that actually care about you are. Yeah. And a lot of like, if you're parents die then you would especially like in in the hispanic community actually, well then most latin community. are you wait are you making another disney reference i am. if their parents has died then they become if royalty or friends <laughs> uh not royalty they yeah. would become the main characters well yeah yeah um is there a mexican Di- well 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 in the latin community especially since they have a lot of godparents like if the pair if the kids no longer have their parents for whatever reason, then they go live with that godparent. Right. So I. So then, what the godparents like? Yeah, we're gonna bounce and go to America. It does happen. Well, yeah, no, no, happen. So, but yeah, so if you didn't know, yeah, DHS has been collecting DNA, and the FBI has been helpful because they've been submitting the DNA to CODIS. You know. The Combined DNA Index System. And for those of you who are like, oh, I know that from the crime show. You're welcome. Uh, so originally that system was so supposed to be only for convicted criminals, but now <laughs> uh, more than a million new DNA profiles have been added to CODIS in the last year. And the FBI went to Congress and said, hey, we need another $53 million. You know, a drop in the budget budget no bucket i meant bucket. to say bucket of the budget there we go see i told you my brain goes faster than my mouth uh to be able to fund this dna initiative so i don't see that not passing and uh it was just kind of interesting to learn about it's like oh wait a minute okay um and the program tracks about two hundred thousand migrants and can store their data up to 75 years Wow. So the American First Legal Foundation, the AFL, is suing to have this information released because the DHS is not releasing any information citing um, 
what they've learned because what DHS is able to do is they're able to learn about the migrants, gang, cartel, and terrorism affiliations using this. But the AFL is like, hey, no, you can't do, you can't just keep it secret. You need to let everybody else know. So that'll be interesting to hear about if we do hear about anything. Oh, that at can all. also backfire too. What do you mean? Like if they release that information, it could be used by the cartel to find people. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. AFL, did you not think of this? Which is, uh, I'm pretty sure they did, which is probably why they're working really hard not to get it released. What, DHS? Yeah. Is going like, hey, look, don't, hey, dude, how about we not have a ton of people strung from a bridge because they were associated or they're related to people who are over here now? Yeah. Because, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if people that are worried about their families and the cartel sending their kids with friends to live with family over here. Oh, of course. So I, that would be another reason like, oh, so the, oh, so your kids over here and, and this, your friend brought them over. So now that is a whole other. Mm. So. Damn. Yeah, I could see that backfiring. It's one of those things of like, yeah, we understand your intention, but you're not. Your intention doesn't fit with the real world, how it acts right now. So, understand that. Maybe they should have uh, a devil's advocate in every one of those places just to just to do exactly what you did. It's like, okay, you as the AFL are wanting to go, hey, no, you need to have this information released. We need to know these things. And somebody in your office goes, well, if they do that then those people that are over here now, all of their relatives have a, the potential, a higher potential now of being brutally murdered. Because if you don't, if you think the cartels are just going to go in there and be like, look, we're just going to put you to sleep and that's it. Apologies for yeah. this. We have to keep up images, you know, so, sorry. I mean, Reputation they could, and they all. They could make an argument because it's not done for criminal purposes, but more of, establishing familial bonds in that way it could be argued that that's medical information that should not be released which mm. would be covered by hipaa yeah but they're not citizens uh well the law doesn't necessarily just cover citizens it's a blanket to like hey this is medical would that determine on the state they come in at though no really yeah mm. i would think texas would have something to say about that moving on though if you own a Kia or a Hyundai, uh, there's a possibility it's going to go up in flames. I know, I know. That's what is verbal clickbait? Because I know I just did it then. What is that called? <laughs> uh, uh, but basically, uh, over 3.3 million vehicles are affected by this. Uh, so Hyundai is recalling around 13 different models from 2010 through 2015. So basically, if you went to CarMax, and you got a Hyundai in that age range, uh, or that build range, I should say, then, uh, yeah, I don't know if you go back to CarMax or a Hyundai dealership. Probably, but it's, probably no, it's, contact your local Hyundai dealership. No, and... it's probably, I would say CarMax, because then CarMax would send your vehicle over to that dealership. True, I guess you can... I think that's con- what happens. I but, guess maybe contact the place you got it and be like, hey, I have this model yeah, between that I year. saw there was a recall. Uh, so what they've been what telling what they've been telling owners of the Hyundai and Kias, which we'll get to the years here in a sec, but basically, hey, park outside. Um, 
So if you own a Hyundai between 2010 and 2015, your car could ex- no, your yeah, car could catch outside, fire. Basically, <laughs> could could catch fire, not explode because this ain't Hollywood. Could catch fire because brake fluid leak could spark a fire. And if you owned a Kia, why did you buy a Kia? Uh, but basically, if you own something between 2010 through 2019, there's a dozen models, so there's a good chance that you have it. Uh, could also spark fire because of a possible electrical short that can also ignite. Did they put a website out to check that? Because I mean, no, they're going to be sending out notification letters. Oh, okay. And obviously, uh, <laughs> obviously the the dealerships think well. Honda and Kia think this will fix the problem, and dealerships will replace it a few free of charge. But my concern is, my thought is like, well, if you, what if you didn't buy it from the dealership? You bought it from another party that. Is oh actually how does that work? So let's say I bought a Hyundai off a of Craigslist, and it falls within this range. It's the make and model. Uh, probably uh, just uh, go to the dealership and be like, "Hey, I have this vehicle," and they'll be like, "Cool, no problem." Because the reason is, and I, you know, if you haven't seen Fight Club, it's a <laughs> hell of a movie. But no, the point in that, if you didn't catch it in the first part of the movie, they talk about, "Hey, you know, wh- was it Fight Club? Fuck." I'm trying to think of I don't know what you're trying to reference. Well, because you're not letting me finish. Sorry. You're trying to look at a painting and go, I don't like this right now. It's like, I'm not done with it yet. Well, you keep skipping around, so I'm trying to catch your thought. How about maybe you just ride the roller coaster? We'll get to the end. Hmm. So usually when I get on a roller coaster, well, I guess I knew what I was getting in when I started this, so never mind. Yeah. Continue, good sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Where the fuck was I? Uh, Pardon me. Huh? What? I'm, I'm trying to self-think. <laughs> self-think. <laughs> Compared to auto. Yeah, auto. Yeah, auto-think or just thinking. But basically, it's the uh, um, the only reason this is be coming out is because because I mean these are old fucking cars. These are not new. But there have been enough incidents, and that's the point I was referencing, which I thought came from Fight Club. There's a lot of things I think in this show uh, where if the if they don't do the recall right now, it's going to cost them more money in payments out to the families mm. than it is to just go and repair the vehicles. So... Moving on, Elon Musk has been in the news and he has fired four people from the election integrity team. The reason that's significance, we don't know how many people are on the team, but basically he laid them off because uh, they weren't doing a good job. And it was like, what were they supposed to be doing in the first place? Yeah, yeah. What, what didn't they not do? And it's unclear. But he, you know, he went to the border to help us all out, which I don't have anything against him. But the thing is, like, dude, you're you're not the smartest man in the world. You can't solve everything. Like when those when those kids were trapped in the cave. Oh, excuse me. Water came back up when those kids were trapped in the cave. And he was all, let's create a submarine. It's like, why the fuck are you getting involved? A submarine ain't going to help in this situation. I understand. Somebody tagged him in a tweet. That's how he got involved. Oh. Oh, well. Which, by the way, I will not be referring to that fucking thing as X. 
I'm going to refer to it as a tweet, Twitter, all that stuff. Because I'm set in my ways. How would you, like, now that it's quote unquote X, according to him, like, yeah. what are the messages called? Like, because they're no longer tweets. What are, are they X's? <laughs> Like all my exes ex? live on Twitter. Exactly. Like my my wants, exes live on exes. Talk to their ex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to talk to their ex. Ooh, what a tagline. Uh, moving on. Yes, I know we're about an hour into this, and I appreciate y'all having a good old time. And I'm, <laughs> which I'm kind of assuming that, which makes an ass out of just me because I don't know who the fuck you are. But hey, if you're still listening. Thanks as question mark. Why is that a question mark? No, thank you very much to listening to the disorderly show. Uh, like, and subscribe because that's what I've been told YouTubers, but I'm not a YouTuber, but this is going to be on YouTube. I don't know. I'm not going to be doing a lot of social, other social shit because I'm what Instagram stories am I going to be doing? You don't know who I am. Hopefully you're and even when that comes out, I'm still not going to be recording this shit as a video because when you listen to somebody, you should just you find can, a silly picture and then just post it on. Oh no, like, there's going to be pictures. Sure. Cause Bill Burr does it when he does his, his podcast. It's just a picture and you hear him, you listen to him. He's got it down, but he also has spent 20 plus years building up his brand. We are in the middle of this Trying to do it as well. Yeah. We're in the beginning. We're in the beginning stages. Hopefully it doesn't take 20 years, but hey, as a little advice to anybody out there who's trying to contemplate if they should do or not do something, guess what's going to happen? The day is going to come. The day is still going to happen. So start now. Continue what you've been doing because there's going to be that day where you accomplish what all your work has been towards. And then after that, guess what? It's all gravy. And if you don't like gravy, it's all sugar. Cause I know everybody loves sugar. So if you've been trying to lose the weight, if you've been trying to learn a new skill, if you've been trying to learn or do better yourself, you haven't seen that improvement that you've been hoping for. Continue, get, just stay after it because the day is going to come. It's going to show up. It's going to happen. And there you go. Another example of why this is called the disorderly show. Cause I'll just, oh yeah, by the way, do this. If you are concerned about the ticket resale market, because um, I don't know if you went to go see one of the biggest concerts ever, I swear Taylor Swift is the the new generation of Dolly Parton, uh, then you're probably going like, why are these tickets so goddamn much? Well, hey, IRS hears you, and they're actually going to be targeting the resale market. So basically, if uh, it used to be the $20,000 was the threshold and like 200 plus more transactions of where they had to re- ticketing reselling platforms like your uh, seat geeks and things like that would have to report to the IRS. Now the threshold's 600 with no minimum of transactions. So that is going to help with these tickets and these concerts and shit because, hey, who didn't want to go see Beyonce and her tour and Taylor Swift and everybody else? 
did I go? No, because I'm uh, I prefer my music in house where I can enjoy lots of water and around my own shit and not being around a crowd of y'all. I like y'all listening to me. I don't like y'all being around me. What? What Sage? What's that? Did what? Did you smell something bad? What's going on? Don't shake your head like that. I need to know. Help me out here. You're supposed to be here to help guide me. Help me with other perspectives. I just think it's funny. You're like, I don't like you, but thank you for listening. No, I don't like being around you. I like you. I want your ears, not your physical presence. Uh, Apologies. (laughs) Even if I did this live, I'd be like, "Eh, you're not going to come up stage. You're going to look at me. You're you're that would be hilarious. I'm going to do a stage. What are you shaking your head no for? What? You are silly. Duh. But having a stage show where I'm on the stage but it's like totally blacked out and there's a curtain in front of me. <laughs> okay, that would be funny. See? Thank you. If you have a Costco membership, guess what they're doing? They're doing some telehealth and prices start as low as 29 bucks. So with that membership, you can do a telehealth telehealth visit for 29 bucks. You can do a standard lab visit, <laughs> standard lab test, apologies, for 72 bucks and a virtual therapy session for 79 bucks. So just wanted to bring that out to anybody who owes, owns, yeah, owns a Costco membership. That's what you can do. Hey, if you're in New Jersey or if you follow politics, You probably heard about Senator Menendez, and he's been indicted on bribery and corruption charges because uh, feds had searched his home and found $480,000 in cash hidden in clothing, closets, and safes. But he came out and said, I'm Cuban. I'm afraid that uh, there's, you know, my family's facing confiscation in Cuba. So I put the cash in my clothes for emergencies. That makes mm, confiscation in Cuba. So how does that? Okay. Yeah. He's quoted to say it for 30 years. I've withdrawn thousands of dollars in cash from my personal savings account, which I have kept for emergencies. And because of my because of the history my family facing confiscation in Cuba. Now this may seem old fashioned, but these were monies drawn from my personal savings account based on the income that I have lawfully derived over those 30 years. So it's interesting. One, he's going, it take, it's 30 years. He's using that time frame of, he probably went to his lawyers and went, what's the biggest timeline I can have to be able to go squirreling away money and make it seem plausible. Exactly. Exactly. Because who of who among us of the Cuban persuasion doesn't trust banks and put their money in their clothes? That's <laughs> I just saw that and went, Are you fucking serious? Uh so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh so his indictment basically is that him and his wife work together to provide sensitive U.S. government info about uh, to Egypt, which is kind of a head scratcher because 
They get a shitload of their grain from Ukraine, which now can't get that. And so they're going to be in dire straits. Um, and well, there's no other word for it. Desperate. Um, cause now the Russians are targeting, they used to target those silo grains. Now, because it's getting into the winter, they're targeting the power grids and trying to cause more casualties. And if you didn't know, Hey, if for all of my Russian listeners, if you're a male, guess what? You could be called up. Yeah, Putin was like, "Hey, we need a hundred. We need another hundred thirty thousand, eighteen to twenty-seven year olds to uh, sign up and be some cannon fodder." He left out the cannon fodder part, but basically, that's what you would be. Uh, also, with Senator Menendez, um, the uh, they also tried to influence criminal investigations and prosecutions into everybody he knows. So. Prosecutors have said that Menendez was able to uh, receive cash, gold bars, and a Mercedes for all of this assistance. Wow. Yeah. Gold <laughs> bars, really? Like, someone's really going to be like, hey, that's some James Bond shit right there. Well, and also, right. it's heavy as shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you going to do with a gold bar unless you're trying to... Yeah, that's not very portable. No, so not at of... all. And trying to get that into actual cash, which leads us into this next story, where NASA concerned about our concerned about the quality of hackers on Earth wants to move our shit to the moon. That's right. NASA wants to put servers on the moon and put our most valuable data there in case of hackers or Maybe they're not telling us something. There's a disastrous environmental thing that happens to the earth. But we want to keep all of our info. So the reason I bring this up is because this is not some far off like, oh, we're thinking about doing this or we don't know. They're wanting to do this shit by 2024. So I mean, they considering with all of the advances that we've gotten technology, they probably could do it. Oh, I know they can do it. You need to talk into the mic, not Sorry. to the side of it. I thought you were wise, but you're busy looking at other things. Is this not fun for you? Is that it? Well, if I look at you, then I'm still talking to the side. Now I have to lean no, my No, you're weird. into it. I can look at the damn wavelengths of our voices, I'm and sorry. you're doing well. I don't believe you. <laughs> hey, this is something you didn't know. If you live in if you live in China, if you live in California, guess what? There was a bio lab with ties to China that uh, basically was doing all sorts of shit that the state allowed. What? What kind of? What? What were they? I'm so. What were they doing? According to the documents, state and local officials knew about the conditions of the off grid lab months before the public did. And there had been previous calls to investigate the company behind the lab. Okay, so this report, because I am going to be taking stuff from it, I do want to say it's coming from the Straight Arrow News. And this is Kara Rucker. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Uh, So, local officials, uh, let's see. Yeah, so the, at the time, so a biolab, Biolab. 
that's the word I was trying to go for, a biolab with Tiestick China was raided earlier this year in Central California. New internal emails obtained by Fox News have revealed that the company behind the Reedley facility was a serious concern to local officials months prior to the raid. So basically, in Fresno is where this was located. And Fresno was like, hey, uh, government of California, do something about this. Government of California went, no, Fresno, you do something about this. Which I'm sitting there going like, what the fuck? What? Because according to Fox News' review of the internal documents, two California state agencies say the city of Fresno delayed action to shut down a facility containing biological infectious diseases, including coronavirus, malaria, and HIV. Okay, so Fresno... Yeah, they would have... So California state agencies basically put the blame on Fresno for not doing something. But Fresno was the one who told the California state agencies, hey, why don't y'all do something? And they were like, nah, y'all do it. But now that it's come out, they were like, no, 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 we told Fresno to do it. Which you sit there and go like, how the fuck is the city of Fresno equipped to deal with a lab like that? You would think, I don't know, state agencies would have better funding and the capability to be able to do something like this. No, was it because it had to do with like, what are they doing wrong? Well, it was deal. Cause I mean, there are bio labs throughout the country, but, but this was, uh, this was, this was not known. So this lab, nobody knew they were doing this shit. That was the thing. All these things they so were they messing didn't have, with. Like, they didn't have a lab permit? Nope. Really? Nope. So, I mean, the I guess the easiest thing would have been like to send in a health inspector and be like, okay, and then... Well, now you're starting, you're starting to think logically, and that apparently didn't uh, occur right now. So, at the time, details about what was inside the biolab raised serious concerns about health and safety in Fresno. Obviously, it would if they're fucking around with coronavirus, HIV, and malaria. So, officials found dozens of refrigerators and freezers hooked up to illegal wiring, as well as vials of blood and hundreds of lab mice being stored in soiled containers, and the tests were being done without proper licensing. So this was an off-grid lab in Fresno that has ties to China, dealing with infectious diseases, and, oh, I don't know, they were fucking around with the thing that started the Black Plague. I know it's lab mice, but come on, give me some leeway here. Mice, rats were the ones. Yeah, it was, but it's a cousin. It's a damn cousin. It's a rodent. (laughs) It's, yeah, which... And for those of you who like mice and all that, I get it. I get it. They're f- they're cool, but they do have a reputation of like eek because females are ones who scared of them, and us men want to show us that we're we can shield them from danger, and thus that's why they got a bad rap. Sorry, mice. Uh, so according to the Fox News's review of the internal documents, two California state agents... Oh, I've already read this. Da, 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 yeah, yeah. So one city officials filed urgent pleas with the California Environmental and Toxic Substance Agencies. Agencies? Okay, you would think with a long name like that, it would be the f- only thing. 
uh, to step in and shut down the Fresno agency. However, the plea reportedly fell on deaf ears in exchange between local and state officials responsible for investigating concerns associated with testing viruses on hundreds of rodents. Yeah, that would be something that the state should have gotten involved with, especially if Fresno goes, hey, we need your help. And the state said, eh, no. So county officials said the hazardous materials found at the Fresno facility were beyond their capabilities. And the the state basically came back and said, um, no, this is something that Fresno, you guys should take care of. So it was during this exchange that the Chinese lab transferred materials to a warehouse. And CDC officials later discovered... 20 improperly housed infectious diseases and viruses, along with nearly 800 mice, a quarter of which were dead. After all of this, the house investigation was opened after news of the raid went public, which obviously it would. And so, yeah, just wanted to bring that up because I sure as shit didn't hear about any of that at all during uh, the news cycle this week. And you would think, oh, I don't know, everybody would have that kind of reaction. Uh, If you didn't know, now you know that the U.S. National Security Agency has uh, a new AI intelligence center. So, hey, NSA now is, has a, they're working with AI. So the next step in Skynet ruling all of us is happening. And if you don't know that reference, go watch Terminator 2, not any other Terminator, just Terminator 2, and you'll get it. Terminator 1, not so shabby. Uh, 3, they get worse as they go along is what I'm saying. But T2 is the best one, and you'll get the whole premise if you just watch that one. Do I think I have a lot of young people watching this? Or watching this? Well, maybe. I mean, are you? if you're listening to a podcast on YouTube, are you watching or listening? Yes. Shelf. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, and also before we get into, oh, by the way, here's something that, oh no, I'll, I'll say that for later. I know we're getting into it or we're getting long into it and we're getting, and my water's getting low. So I know I'm about to end up wrapping up this show, but I wanted to let you know that a judge has ruled that president, former, sorry, president Donald Trump has committed fraud for years while building his real estate empire. So a judge has said in a, in a ruling in a civil lawsuit in New York found that the former president and his company deceived banks, insurers, and others by massively overvaluing their assets and exaggerating their net worth on paperwork to be able to secure financing and making deals. This is huge because, well, when you say you're a billionaire and it comes out you're actually a millionaire, that's a big deal. And when, as we've all seen throughout the history, it's not that the other crimes you commit, it's when you steal money from the government, that's when they actually can get you. I don't know if Trump's going to like the analogy, but that's how they got Capone. It wasn't because for all the murders he did or sanctioned or was a part of, it was because he couldn't, he couldn't, realistically tell everybody where his money came from. It's like he was making too much too fast 
because what a shocker, everybody likes to drink. And that brings me all the way back to the first thing I talked about, that Americans, but I change that now to just humans in general, if we want to do something, we will figure out a way to do something. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> well, now you just gave away who the sage was. Thanks. Thanks. Because I was trying to make sure that people didn't know who you were, but now they know. Ah, Apologies. yes. I knew I was going to bring up this. Sorry. Uh, so, because I know I talked about Disney World earlier. I didn't know this was a thing, but... Uh, they, if you were an employee there, you were able to get park passes. Well, after the whole thing with the governor and there's a new council and all this bullshit, uh, they took those park passes away. So people who work at Disney can't afford to go to Disney. Oh, that's lame. Did they say why? I mean, what regulation? Oh, they, uh, the decision to eliminate them, they said, uh, uh, Basically, that uh, that it was unethical and costly. But here's what they're doing. Here's what they're doing. They're providing a $3,000 stipend annually to compensate for the lost perks. So they're basically saying it costs three grand to really enjoy Disney World. I mean, because if you live there, then yeah, it would probably cost about that. But if you're traveling with room and and food and all that it would probably cost double that six grand to enjoy disney world oh yeah fuck that sorry mickey six to eight six to eight yeah it used to be five to seven fuck nah nah you're there's nothing there that i couldn't well i'm also the fucker who was like concerts fuck that i'm gonna listen to it at my house or my domicile or out on the road, or basically any place where I can just not be around people. Ah, so with that, you're probably going like, well, Wayne, what the fuck is good around here? Well, let me tell you, because we will talk about some good news. If you didn't know, now you do. There was a missing toddler who was found sleeping in the woods, and she just took off and her two dogs uh, chilled with her, basically. So there was this, uh, in Michigan, a two-year-old toddler, uh, just started walking in the woods and a Rockweiler and an English Springer went along with her and the, the mother and the uncle, uh, so the uncle was like, Hey, you need to come inside. And this is one of those things where both people who should, you know, someone should always be watching a toddler, but this is one of those windows where a toddler goes, hey, no one's watching me. Because, and it wasn't any fault on the mom or the uncle. Uh, they if just, you've ever seen a toddler, those things are fast. <laughs> just letting you know. They just go. Um, so, th- when the mom went to go check on her, boom, dogs and toddler are gone. So, they searched for four hours to try to find her uh police called out for drones canine teams search and rescue and there the community also came out to search for her and eventually a family friend who kept looking for her after everyone was kind of like it's getting too dark we can't do this. so this is around midnight this this person kept searching he finally found 
her and the dogs. And when he started to approach her, because she was sleeping on the Rockweiler. I thought she was uh, sleeping on the Springer, and then the Rottweiler was like, oh, hang on, kind of out and about. Hang on. Like he's like, I'm gonna keep watch while you guys sleep. Uh, let's see. Um, nope, I was right. Oh, you were right. Okay. Yep, yep. The uh, so when the family friend went to approach the sleeping toddler, the English Springer was like. The growled at him like you step one, you get closer one more step, and I'm latching on to anything on you, and everyone's going to know where we are because of your howling. <laughs> and so he got everybody over there, and then the dogs were like, "Okay, cool. There's the people I recognize," and she was back home. So there's some good news for you. Not the only thing. Norway has rewilded the Arctic coal mining town. And so now it gives new hunting ground for polar bears. And I understand this is going on for quite some time. I'll shorten up the news stories uh, for next week's show. But I wanted to let you know this is what we do. We're going to give you some sports. We're going to give you some relationship talk. We're going to give you some news you may have not have heard or things that caught our eye. But also we're going to give you some good news. And a treat at the end of the show. So you do want to keep on listening. So Norway, the reason this is huge is because... So they took an old mining town that they used to use for coal. And they went through and they basically rewilded it. Basically reversed the shit they did. Nice. So now there's a lot more vegetation, more... uh, uh, more animals, nature. more nature's around there. There's, it's also a. They made it into a little uh, tourist outpost to where you can check out everything about it, um, about what it was, and it only there was only about. Uh, oh, I want to say, uh, it was only about uh, eighty-three million bucks. To be able to to get done. The reason this is huge, the reason I bring this up is because if we're able to do this, then, I don't know, it could lead to terraforming, which is a huge deal because there's a lot of things out there in space that we can actually go to and do things with. Now, is this going to be in our lifetime? Maybe. If they figure out how to replace parts on our body to where we can live longer. Um, But yeah. It was really cool to check that or to see that that occurred. And if you didn't know, um, all of this is going to get wiped out. We're not going to get Skynet. We're not going to be able to terraform because NASA was able to go to a asteroid and basically get samples from it and bring it back to Earth. And there's going to be diseases and death that occur from the capsule that they were able to check out. Nope, that's just my pessimistic side. Uh, What they did with this asteroid is they basically are trying to answer more questions about how the universe started with it. And it landed in Utah, and they're able to check it out. So that should be something we should hear more about once they're able to study it more. So it's pretty cool. Um, And with that, here comes... Then, uh, the special treat. So every show, the way we're going to end this show, as of right now, I could shift things around. 
Um, I want to be able to provide you with a Medal of Honor winner. And the reason I want to do this is because a winner. I said winner. Winner, Like it was a fucking competition. I'm a fucking ass. This is why you're here to help me out. Because I would have just been like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I would see comments. Really? A Medal of Honor winner? You ass? I was like, oh, fuck. You know what? That's it. This could be the first and last show <laughs> of the Disorderly Show. I'm Jesus gonna get Christ. those no matter how long you drive. You drive. Yes, no matter how long you drive the show. How long you have a show. Uh, but yeah, so the Medal Honor recipient, recipient. is. Recipient. Jesus Christ. Um... Every show, the reason I want to do this is because is is not to be like, hey, you're trying to uh, pander to the military or the veterans, all that. It's like, no, we know about, it's easy for us to recall movie and TV stars and, and a musical artist. The reason being, they are marketed really well why because hey they're trying to make money those businesses that use them are trying to make money well if you're a medal honor recipient there's really no money to be made into it but these are the men and women who we should also if we're going to be able to recall an actor really well or a uh, an artist really well in the same sense we should be able to recall a medal of honor recipient and the first one we're going to be talking about is John Philip Baca, who was a specialist force class in the Vietnam War. He was attached to the 4th Platoon, Company D, 1st Battalion, 12th Cavalry, 1st Cavalry Division. Now, I'm taking this from the Congressional Medal of Honor Society website. I'm going to be saying this verbatim because it is not right for me to just put this in my own words and whatnot so if i get flack for saying exactly what happened or what's on the website well then so be it i don't care if this basically i don't care if they come after me and go we're going to demonetize you don't care because i think the message is worth more than a few bucks i would receive from this so he he received the the medal of honor action date was on february 10th 1970. The citation reads as follows. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity. God damn it, did I say that right? Oh, fuck. I'm already starting off bad. Let me, I'm going to get this right. I'm going to get this right. Let's see. AI, how is this supposed to be said? Intrepidity. Intrepidity. Thank you. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity in action at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, Specialist Baca, Company D, distinguished himself while serving on a recoilless rifle team during a night ambush mission. A platoon from his company was sent to investigate the detonation of an automatic ambush device forward of his unit's main position and soon came under intense enemy fire from concealed positions along the trail. Hearing the heavy firing from the platoon positions and realizing that his recoilless rifle team could assist the members of the besieged patrol, Specialist Baca led his team through the hail of enemy fire to a firing position within the patrol's defensive perimeter. As they prepared to engage the enemy, a fragmentation grenade was thrown in the midst of the patrol. Fully aware of the danger to his comrades, Specialist Baca unhesitantly and with complete disregard for his own safety, 
covered the grenade with his steel helmet and fell on it as the grenade exploded, thereby absorbing the lethal fragments and concussion with his body. His gallant action and total disregard for his personal well-being directly saved eight men from certain serious injury from certain serious injury or death. The extraordinary courage and selflessness displayed by Specialist Baca at the risk of his life are in the highest traditions of the military service and reflect great credit on him, his unit, and the U.S. Army. And you want to know what? He is still alive. So if you're able to see him on any social media platform or whatnot, why don't you go ahead and send him your thanks for being able to serve and to be able to put to show that he would put his life above others to save his fellow soldiers. And it's, it's amazing to me how this is not more prominent in our society. We're able to, to easily, well, you see it now in media, they're no longer really creating everything, anything. And yet there are these stories that are out there where if you're able to, what what Stillbergs and Tom Hanks were able to do a great job with Band of Brothers and then HBO did the Pacific, they did a great job representing what it was like. So anybody who didn't want to take the time to learn about what happened in the past, especially in these situations where it was, look, it's life and death and we're just here and we are here, no matter what our pol- political affiliation or what we think about certain topics or how we think things should be ran. We are soldiers right here and now, and this is what how we're going to re. This is how we're going to act. It's amazing that the uh, those that could help expand our knowledge and reflect on these brave men and women that, when faced with the chance of like, look, do you want to live or die? And they went, I want them to live that it's not more prominent. Appreciate you listening to The Disorderly Show. I am Face for Radio, always joined with the sage, wise old sage. And I call you old because of the gray hair. Just kidding, everybody with gray hair. I all I referenced my age within this damn show, so <laughs> I'm not going to go through the process of coloring it either. So yeah. Got a few strands myself. That was just to make sure to see if you're still listening. But I appreciate it. Thank you. And there'll be more to come next week. So, what do you think, Sage? We went from 10 listeners now down to five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still happy for the one person that is listening. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it, everybody. And we will talk to you next week. Maybe. Maybe.